Any form of oppression gets normalized in the society when everyone starts tolerating or not even reacting to that. That means everyone ended up committing another form of crime consciously, unconsciously or subconsciously being acting as oppression tolerance. Then it is very obvious that individuals or communities who are massively impacted by authoritarian oppression are a consequence of an oppression tolerant society. Welcome everyone to our episode 8 which is a second part of Studiary Nenberg Monster Tales of Operation. In this episode we will listen to a student who just came to Germany around 6 months ago. Imagine that this first 6 months became his nightmare. Studiary Nenberg Monster accused this student with false allegation which resulted in him becoming homeless from October 2023. Around four weeks ago, the main tenant who gave sublease contract to that student got a threatening email in German language from Studierenenberg's employee who was addressing that the student has no respect for his flatmates and the cleaning staff. He behaved unhygienically and he caused an electrical short circuit. Therefore, they asked the main tenant to terminate him because neighbors don't feel comfortable in their rooms anymore. Also, through that email, it was threatened that if the main tenant will not terminate the sublease contract, then Studierendenberg is going to terminate the main tenant's contract. Is that a joke? It seems like Studierendenberg has a lack of professionalism which requires them to arrange some professional training for their employees on how to behave at least since that corporation is profiting millions of euros from its students. I study in VVU. Uh, I came to Munster in March. So I was fortunate enough to get a sublease contract apartment for like six months on a sublease. Okay, so recently this incident happened. 
So uh, one of the stove in our apartment is damaged. So when you turn it on, the light trips. So it was verbally complained to the housemaster, Mr. Bruning, uh, by who used to live in my room, who uh, she subleased me the apartment. She verbally uh, told Mr. Bruning to fix the stove because the light trips. And then her flatmates, uh, she also complained uh, to Mr. Bruning to fix that uh, uh, stove. So when I came, I was told that one of the stoves is damaged, so never turn it on. Uh, okay, so when the flatmate, she left her apartment and a new guy just, you know, moved in the apartment. Uh, he didn't know about that uh, stove problem. So I think he turned it on and the light tripped. So he called me. I was on work that day. I had a shift of like eight hours, so I wasn't even there when this happened. So he called me that the light has stripped and I don't know what to do. And even I was worried because I had an exam submission on 30th of August and I had to, you know, prepare for, uh, do all my, you know, assignments and stuff. And even my friend had some assignments as well. So we were worried that if there is no light, then how would we able to manage? And I guess it was Friday. So the worrying part was that the next two days were Saturday and Sunday. And Housemaster usually never comes on Saturday, Saturdays and Sundays. So our concern was to get the light ASAP. So he, like, there is a circuit board outside our room. So I guess... In order to fix the light, uh, he accidentally tripped somebody else's light of the light of the guy living in apartment 12. So he tripped his light and he, you know, sort of came out very angry, screaming and abusing my flatmate that, you know, uh, he was using some virgil, uh, like, uh, abusing him a lot like the efforts and you know calling him a bitch and stuff so uh okay so i he you know instantly apologized because he got scared of being confronted in such a uh you know aggressive manner so he said that he's sorry and uh, yeah then he told me that this incident happened i was at work and I even I told him to apologize to the guy because, you know, obviously it was our fault. Maybe he was doing something important. So we apolog he apologized and everything. And uh, we thought maybe he, we ended the conversation in a civil way and apologized. Things must have cooled down. Uh, but it didn't, unfortunately. So the next day, uh, I was, you know, taking out the trash and... Uh, you know, I was going to, like, take a shower. So they're, like, shopping bags, you know, in which we collect all the trash and we leave it outside our door for, like, 10, 15 minutes. So once we're, like, ready to go to work, we dispose it in the, in the you know, disposing area where you throw the paper and all that uh, uh, stuff. So I you know, sort of uh, put those bags out. And, uh, you know, I had this gut feeling like somebody was like noticing me or something. I don't know. 
I, there was this weird feeling like somebody was noticing me or something. So that was true. So when I came out, the guy living in apartment 12, he came out to confront me and he charged towards me, making fist, staring me down, you know, and being all, you know, buffed up and angry. Like he came really, really close to me. You know, like I was literally scared because this guy is a huge guy. And, you know, I thought maybe he was pissed off about the yesterday's incident and he is going to like, you know, confront me, which he did. I mean, he he was, you know, trying to suppress me and all like all buffed up and making fists like he was, you know, trying to hit me. So he came really close to me. And he said that you guys are filthy, leaving filth outside and stuff like that and being very loud and, you know, being aggressive and all and being very racist, you know. He said things like, you know, some, you know, some racist things as well. I mean, I was, you know, like the only thing I knew was, you know, I, I told him, are you okay? All is good. You know, and I said, this would be cleaned right now. You know, this would be clean. That, that's what I told him, that everything would be clean. Everything would be clean. Don't worry. You know, and I remember even apologizing to the guy. But I don't know what triggered him. <laughs> he went downstairs to the housemaster and I don't know, lied to him. Like, you know, he, he said, he told the housemaster that there is filth outside their room some something about toenails and stuff and i was like you know and he also told him that i you know threatened him i don't know like <laughs> all i said to him are you okay all is good back up because he was very close to me you know he was like shouting in my ear i could like listen to him breathing on me you know so i was literally scared and i just told him to you know back off because he was invading my personal space and everything Okay, so he went downstairs to the housemaster and told him that I threatened him, you know, and I leave, you know, toenails and garbage outside my room. And uh, he also told him that the entire building is fed up of me. I literally don't even know the guy living in front of me, the guy who made these accusations against me. I don't even know his name, you know. So how could he, like, on behalf of the entire apartment, say that the entire apartment is fed up of me? Does anyone know me? Like, I can bet on it. Like, nobody even knows my name or no, I don't even know anybody's name. So so on behalf, he also told him that on behalf of the apartment, you know, I vouch that he is trouble and stuff and, you know, and made all these false accusations against me. Okay, so fast forward. Uh, Mr. Bruning, he brought Mr. Bruning to my, you know, the apartment. Uh, he knocked on my door, actually banged on my door, you know, he banged on my door and, uh, you know, when I opened the door, he was screaming as well at me and he came with a very aggressive tone. I don't know if he speaks English or not, but his tone was very aggressive, very loud. You know, he came with a threat. It's not even a warning, you know. A housemaster is supposed to come and give you a warning that, okay, you did this, you did that, you guys need to talk it out and solve it. But no, he came, sided with the guy who made accusations against me, 
and he was banging on my door and screaming and the guy who you know made these false claims against me he was at the back screaming at me as well so it was like two against one you know two white uh, guys screaming at one you know so i felt very you know suppressed and very scared like you know what's happening so he was like you know you guys are trouble i'm writing to student and work i'll kick you guys out and stuff like that okay and i was like weirded out i was like you know that's you know that's very strange i mean if something happens you're supposed to come and give the guy a warning that's all and then you leave you don't threaten the guy that i'm can i write to the student and work and kick you guys out and you know he also brought a broom with him a broom and some stuff to collect the dirt in and he threw it on our door you know and he was like uh, but he i told him do you see any mess down here because there wasn't any mess these allegations he made that there are toenails and stuff and garbage he came, when he came there was nothing there because everything was disposed you know like i told the guy that everything would be clean the guy who was pissed at me i told him i'm sorry and everything would be clean by the time mr bruning came we didn't even know that he's going to bring mr bruning but you know we cleaned it you know so mr bruning brought this broom thingy to uh, you know cuz the guy told him that the outside of our apartment is dirty so he brought a broom and while talking aggressively he threw the broom at our door as well like i was very weirded out about this behavior i was like what the hell is going on why is this guy throwing stuff at my door and telling threatening me actually that i'm writing to student and work and i'm getting you guys kicked out and everything Okay so this was the entire incident after like 2 days 2 or 3 days so like i told you uh, i had a sublease contract na so whatever the mails that student and work conveys conveys it to husband was the permanent owner and i was only subleasing the apartment so then got a mail from student and work uh, saying that uh, you need to terminate the contract immediately if you fail to do so we would do it without even you know without uh, sort of uh, you know without like your consent will will terminate the contract and in that they wrote something about me being unhygienic you know leaving toenails and stuff and i made a threat to the guy living in apartment 12 which is completely absurd the guy threatened me and he was invading my personal space throwing these racial slurs at me abusing me abused my flatmate you know so but that was absurd as well and you know there was a lot of stuff about uh, hindering with the uh, university's property like i said i wasn't even here i was doing my shift i have a proof that i was not even there when this circuit board incident happened but i was at work my manager my chef can also vouch on it and we have a clock in and clock out system which can clearly show that i was at work in fact that day 
So these allegations were completely false against me and student and work uh, mailed uh, to terminate my contract immediately because I was being unhygienic. I threatened people and entire apartment complex, you know, sort of made this decision that, you know, I mean, according to the guy living in apartment 12, he thinks that the entire uh, like he was vouching for the entire complex that this guy is trouble, you know. So I don't even know how this guy know me or he, like he's been following me or is he a spy or something like how can he even come to this conclusion that I am troubled to the entire building. So who is he? Is he the judge and jury to make decision on behalf of the entire complex? That am I, you know, I'm, I'm dangerous or I threaten people. So these were all the absurd allegations. At first, this was their stance to, you know, terminate my contract instantly, immediately. So I got scared. I went and uh, went to Asta. Uh, you know, I asked about if there are any lawyers or I can get any legal advice on anything. But they told me that they are on vacations or something. So they told me that there is a website where you have to apply and and I sent a mail to the legal advice team and I didn't even receive a call in these two weeks. You know, I did it like two weeks back. So I'm still waiting in on their call to get a legal advice. Then, okay, I saw the international office nearby. So I thought maybe if Asta, you know, people, the lawyers are on vacation, might as well go to the international office and, you know, talk to them. Maybe they know a way. So I managed to get in contact with someone named Verena Stenzel in the international office. She was a nice lady. She was the only one who, you know, listened to my side of the story, gave me an entire hour, you know, and listened to my side of the story. So the thing is when Christina Opingsen termination of my contract thingy, I wrote a huge mail to Christina Oping that these were the allegations against me and this is my response to all these allegations. It was a huge mail. I can forward it to you as well. Verena Stenzel has it and some other people has it as well. You know, so I gave this huge response of all the allegations that were made against me and which I told you on this uh, uh, broadcast right now. Everything I said is already there on that email. Uh, so... The worst part is I didn't even get a reply for that, you know, for a long period of time. You know, it's like they made their stance clear that they are kicking me out. So once I, you know, involved Verena Stenzel, all of a sudden, you know, I started getting replies. And, you know, from that immediate contract termination thingy, they extended it to, okay, you can stay till the end of your contract. So I had a contract from March till the end of September, you know. So at first, they were like, we have to terminate his contract immediately. So once I involved Verena Stenzel and the international office and I started making, you know, the starting reaching out for help so uh, christina opping started to you know reply to my mails so with the help of verena stenzel i was able to get an extension for till the end of my contract and uh, okay so in these uh, this time period i you know i had applied to student and work like you know it's it's been five months i'm here 
so before like five months like so it's it's been like five six seven seven months ago i applied to student and work when i was in pakistan before coming uh two two months before coming and literally i never got even a single mail to you know sort of uh, the, the, a single mail to ask me that am i interested in a room or not you know and all of my friends used to get those mails and i didn't you know so i was uh, okay so i was fortunate enough to get a sublease contract but that doesn't mean that i'm not interested in any other apartments so student and work is supposed to you know send me mail every month that okay are you still interested are you still interested no i didn't get one single mail from them and you know so when this incident happened when you know they told me okay you can stay till the end of your contract i went to you know student in rec that uh, will i be you know because it's been seven months can i get my room now so the lady over there she told me that uh, okay but we don't have your application i was like how it's not even possible i applied like before march and everything and you the, the clearly the sublease contract must have went by one passed by through you guys so how is it even possible that i i don't have any you know information in your books so uh she told me that <laughs> there is no application from your end because you had a sublease contract and you know maybe they thought i would you know sort of stay here forever and okay i was supposed to stay here you know to be very honest after this six months i was supposed to get a permanent contract i would have been nominated but get the contract for this room so when these allegations happened i literally with the help of my friend i filled all the documents that we could send to the student in brick and who even talked to christina that okay uh, i'm i'm leaving the room and i'm nominating for the you know permanent ownership so then this incident happened now that contract is gone you know all of a sudden cuz everything was set cuz i knew okay i'll spend 6 months here and then be nominated for a permanent contract here so i would live here till my degree is done but you know with these allegations this got messed up as well so okay so i went to student and work and i told them that i'm supposed to get my room by now it's been 7 months because the friends who came with me uh, with me from pakistan already have their rooms and everything so uh, now uh, uh but they told me that we don't have you in the you know list or waiting list or you have a sublease contract and everything they told me to reapply again and i was shocked i was like okay like reapply again that means that i have to wait another 7 8 months now and you know without a response you know she was like yeah i mean you'll have to reapply again you know so i had you know the thing with the germans is that you know they don't really understand good english so i was having a civil conversation with them and you know i all i said that please i mean this is like you know discrimination and stuff like that 
she took it in a wrong way she took it in a wrong way like i was accusing them of racism or something you know i was you know telling them that the guy who made these accusations against me was being racist towards me and you know that's not how the developed countries or first world countries work i was you know having a conversation with her and she all of a sudden thought that maybe i was categorizing the entire german or german people into you know like like they're racist or anything but the thing is they hardly understand you know english so i don't know but she sort of got sensitive over my conversation and she you know <laughs> she told the student in work that my attitude and my behavior is very straightforward and you know i don't know that's what someone i cannot name this told me that student in work that i have been that my behavior with student in work is not nice i mean how uh, i'm getting homeless christina oping became the judge and jury without even listening to my side of the story made her decision proper channel is when you find you know make accusations against someone okay you need to bring both sides of the story and then make a decision or you know if not decision make a warning at least give the guy a warning you know that's the proper channel of doing things you give the guy warning first then if he does not abide by that warning you kick them out i didn't even get a warning i got instant termination of contract so i was a bit you know suppressed cornered i was worried that i'm going to get homeless nobody was listening to my side of the story you know i knocked on many doors you know everyone told me that it's best that you move out you know and uh, so i was having a conversation with student in work that this is clearly discrimination like i had everything set for me i was supposed to get a permanent contract for geshevik now with these guys false accusations you guys are listening to his side of the story and not mine so isn't that racism isn't that discrimination that's that's clearly that but she got offended i don't know why i was you know calling the guy who made accusations against me and christina oping making a decision against me and standing firm on their decision i called them the discriminators and and i don't know she got pissed off and she you know told the higher ups as well and some lady i was meeting yesterday you know uh, she told me that this is the student and work stance against you that you're being very straightforward and very blunt about the situation i mean why not i'm getting kicked out i'll be homeless and stuff so why shouldn't i be you know worried about or be blunt because it's their mistakes and they're not admitting their mistakes you know you're supposed to inform the guy if you're interested in a room or not just cuz the guy got a sublease contract doesn't mean that the guy is not interested in rooms provided by the university or the student in work you didn't even mail me once and now all of a sudden you're telling me to reapply and wait another 6 7 months and telling me to look for private accommodations well my father isn't like the a king of you know dubai or i can't afford a private accommodation i've been giving 240 euros you know the max i could go is 260 to 70 i can't even afford 300 euros at this time you know cuz i'm a student here 
I'm not here to live lavishly and go and find private accommodations. It would cost me 400, 450, 500, 600 euros. I can't do that. Okay, so uh, yeah, so this was the entire uh, issue. And uh, uh, okay, now with these incidents, with me being blunt and too straightforward, I, you know, I reapplied to Student and Rec. I did. You know, when the lady told me that you'll have to reapply. Okay, so I reapplied to Student and Rec and they accepted my application and I got a confirmation mail. So I replied back to that mail that, okay, this is the second time I'm applying. Okay, and I didn't get any mails from you the first time. So please, like, you know, do update me this time, you know, and because of your you know, because of you guys not informing me on time, I'll probably get homeless, you know? That's what I replied to them when I got the confirmation mail from Student and Red. And all of a sudden, the next day, I got a reply from them that we talked to our head of department and we cannot consider your application now. So I was like shocked. It's like Student and Red is gone to war against me. Like, okay, they, they want to like change, like me highlighting the issues in student and work and they're pissed out. They're, they're like pissed off about it. You know, I all I did was ask them, okay, this is your fault, not even my fault. And now all of a sudden I get a mail from them that we talked to our head of department and we cannot consider your application. Now, I don't understand. So now the guy... There is a guy living in Geshevik. He's willing to give me another sublease contract. Now I'm worried that should I even apply for that? Because, you know, will Student and Rick even accept my application? Because I'm in their bad books now. Because, you know, they've got me cornered. They're kicking me out from my apartment. I was supposed to get a permanent contract for this apartment. Christina Opping listened to one side of the story and made a firm decision to kick me out. Okay, now, you know, when I went to the student in Brick to ask about my room situation, they told me we don't have any application because you had a sublease contract and, you know, you never gave us your interest. How am I supposed to give you an interest? Send me a mail and I will, you know, sort of give you my interest. I'm new here. I don't know how things work here. You know, nobody guides us about these things. So... Yeah. And then then when I had a conversation with her, she got sensitive over my conversation with her. And I don't know, she told the head of department and stuff. Now, when I reapplied, I get a mail that, you know, we contacted our head of department and we cannot consider your application now. So it's like clearly, clearly that student and Rick is going to war against me. Now, a new guy is giving me a sublease contract. I don't even know if I should apply or not because I'm worried if they see my name and check everything, they would, you know, cancel this application as well. Because since, you know, I, I was the one who was discriminated, I faced racism, I, I, I am kicking, getting kicked out of my room in like, what, 16 days. Nobody is helping me find accommodation. I can't afford accommodation and they're telling me to go find private accommodation, which is worth 500, 400, 450 euros, which I cannot afford, you know? So these are all the issues I'm facing.
Okay, so there was this uh, post on Instagram as well by the student in Rick about uh, this this subleasing thingy. It was just a recent post they made like two three days back. It was about subleasing. So the new semester batch students that are coming in, they could like uh, the students here who are like traveling or anything can sublease their apartment to the newer students. So there was a post on this on the student in Rick thingy. So I. I made a reply on. I made a comment on that uh, post on Instagram that uh, okay, so I have an issue with this post because I came on a sublease contract and Student Inbreak never, you know, uh, mailed me once about my interest about you know if I'm interested in a new apartment that has been allotted by the uh, Student Inbreak and. Even that comment on my Instagram was even told to me by someone that you're making absurd comments on Instagram and you are, you know, I mean, it was just a comment. It, it wasn't a threat. It wasn't like a, it wasn't like I was abusing someone. So it clearly shows that student and I'm in the bad books of student and they're not helping me. I don't know where to go. They've given me this, you know, at the end of the contract, I have to leave and I don't even know where I'll go. So this is the entire story which has been going on and it's been a month. I'm knocking on, you know, a lot of doors to help me and I don't know. I'll probably be homeless in 16 days. I don't know where to go. I, you know, I have PTSD. I was diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder. You know, my health is getting, you know, very bad. It's, I'm, I'm, you know, at times I feel suicidal. At times I feel very alone. It's like the student in Rick is a huge organization and they are going against me. I'm just worried maybe they'll completely ban me till I'm done with my degree, till the tenure of my degree. So what will the student do? You know, we come to your country to educate and bring, you know, money which our parents take a loan, a huge loan. And now all of a sudden they're kicking us out from the dormitories. You know, I even told them that I have mental health issues. Please don't do that. No, but they're, they're they're telling me to vacate the apartment in 16 days. They don't care about my PTSD, all my mental health issues. And I've, I've started searching for apartments from 1st of September. I have no leads, literally. I contacted a lot of people on Vege Gizu. Uh, a lot of people, you know, subleasing and stuff. But, you know, I was told that the matter is sensitive right now with student and work. So I won't even get a sublease contract from anyone because, you know, since I'm rude and very straightforward and blunt about these issues, it was clearly their mistake. And just that you tell them that this was your mistake, they get offended, you know. So I don't know, you know, student and work should probably hire someone that speak good English so that they don't get different meanings of, you know, they clearly got a different meaning from my, you know, conversation. All I was saying that help me out, I've been discriminated by these two people 
and i also faced racism from these two people so racism from christina opping in a way that you know you're clearly listening to one side of the story and that guy is german and you're not even considering this part of the, the, the pakistani uh, point of view and just making a decision so isn't that like discrimination that's complete you know discrimination against the guy and the guy even has the proof to prove his innocence he has his manager he has his flatmate who could you know sort of vouch that yes this guy was abusing this guy was lying my manager can say that this guy is completely lying because i was on work that day so these are all the list of issues that i'm facing right now i don't know what to do i don't know what will happen in 16 days so that's my side of the story thank you all these explanations of that student led to us many concerns first the sablist tenant wasn't ever at all about his false accusation made by the employee of the studio and network since he was not in that email second threatening someone is a criminal offense third that student wasn't present in the scene when this electrical short circuit happened we investigated his shift schedule of his workplace so the person who wasn't present in a situation and claimed by studio renderworks employee that he was present is a damn lie and significantly defamation fourth just based on false allegations and listening to one sided stories is clearly injustice we can barely believe on studio renderworks witness that reminds us a criminal court case of this year when their employee claimed that the student told him nazi in the public hearing a witness of studio renderworks rejected that the student didn't call him nazi so their employee has a documented record of lying in court in front of a judge this is very shameful and alarming at the same time that how students are getting victimized through the false accusation by the corporate studio renderberg in munster this is not at all an isolated case our previous episodes and article clearly indicate that after proper investigation more often we find all these cases are structural racism and discrimination towards international students especially those who are colored Unrest radio, radio.